Yo, what's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Conscious Man Podcast. I am your tour guide, Scott Pagliaccio, and this podcast is designed to get you to look in a different direction. That's right. The journey is inward, and we've been facing the wrong direction. The doorway to higher or greater self-awareness opens inward. You already possess everything you desire. Let's try that on for today. And that being said, I'd like to thank you guys for taking the time out of your day, morning, evening, afternoon, whatever it is for you to listen. And thanks for your emails and suggestions. Uh, I've got an email that I want to read today and uh, see if I can do some justice in answering. Uh, It's from one of our listeners in Austin, Texas. Her name is Cammie. And Cammie asks, let me pull this up here. Hey, Scott. I'm really digging the tips you've been sharing on your podcast recently. Really nice. Easy to digest daily, weekly reminders. I had a thought of something I would be curious to hear hear you talk about. I've heard you reference previously being married and also dating and also dating relationships. I'm wondering if you would be open to speaking about riding the ups and downs of relationship. Specifically, how does one know to keep their feet to the fire when it gets really challenging? When it gets really challenging, I'm sure questions come up like, is this the right person, etc. I would agree, for sure. But do you have any tips for persevering through that unease and not knowing? Uh, it's my understanding that one never escapes working through challenges in relationships because if you don't deal with it in this relationship, it's just going to come back and haunt you in the next. Do you believe this is the case? I do. I do, I do. If so, then I'm wondering what you might suggest to someone to keep on the path of working on the relationship even when you're wanting to quit. Thanks for putting a positive message out there. It's really nice to hear your, that your listenership is growing. Thanks. I appreciate it, Cammy. Thanks for the question. Questions. I think there's multiple here. Let me see if I can uh, go back through the email and pull the first one up. I've heard you reference previously being married twice, and I say they were failed, and I posted something the other day that everything leads to our success, so they were they were fail, fail, failures in the societal, traditional, conditioned way that you would think that they ended, and, you know, I think that they led to my success. So it was kind of a polarized way of viewing it. And I, I feel like that's something I'm trying to work on is not viewing things as fail as, as you know, so, so, uh, final, you either failed or you succeed. And I don't think things are just that way. I feel like everything leads to our success. You know, those, both of those relationships ended. That's true. And they got me to take a deeper look at myself because I looked at, I looked in the mirror and said, what's the one common denominator in all these relationships? And I realized it's me. So the work is always continual. It never ends. Even when you're not in relationship with that person, the person or the relationship is ultimately the one with ourselves. So if, like you're asking, uh, 
when when do you call it quits? I don't know if I can give a definitive answer. I think if there's physical abuse and emotional abuse that you should, you know, assess that and, you know, I wouldn't stay in that fire, you know, and I have, I have been in both emotional and not physical abusive relationships. I didn't know how to leave. I came from a belief system that you get married and it's till death do you part. And that is an antiquated way of looking at marriage. But I also realized that was something that was conditioned into me and I didn't know about growth and development work. I didn't know about, uh, you know, I didn't know that there were tools available until I did. And then when I got a hold of them, it changed the game for me. So kind of getting back to your question, I wouldn't stay in an abusive relationship. And I know it sometimes it's hard to leave because that's comfortable. And as human beings, we're wired for safety. And not so much for love. More for war than we are for love. So it's kind of rewiring ourselves. And I know you didn't ask about that. I'm just sharing a little bit of, of my relationships. Uh, that y- Let's see here. Specifically, how does one know to keep their feet to the fire when it gets really challenging? Uh, that's a good question, Cammie. That really is. Well, keeping your feet to the fire doesn't necessarily mean you have to stay in the relationship if you know that's something that you have to assess uh, individually and collectively you know and it does, in, in a respectful manner that's one of the big things that I learned that nobody ever really taught us how to navigate the end of a relationship respectfully so it doesn't have to end tumultuously like you know, uh, kind of both of mine did, they can end in a respectful way. And it doesn't mean that it's going to be easy. I think you, you know, you decide for yourself and you decide together on what's best going to serve the both of you. And if that means stepping away from the relationship together would serve you both better, then I think, you know, that's the move. But I could, I don't think I can give a definitive answer. Like there's one particular answer. I think, you know, that's a very challenging uh, thing to face. And I honor you if that's something that you're up against. And I think, you know, the question of, is this the right person? I here let me let me throw this out there. Uh I've heard it from one of my mentors that there's nothing that can't be worked through or with whether it be the most uh challenging thing like uh, infidelity if both of you are willing to do the work to get through it uh what I'm understanding is on the other side of conflict is a deeper connection. Like conflict isn't 
a bad thing. It's actually the path through. And again, I'm not saying staying in an abusive relationship. You know, if you're if you're being physically or emotionally abused, I wouldn't stay in something like that. I would I would get out. But as long as your partner or the person you're with is willing to do the work with you and on himself or herself, then I think it can be worked with. And I think ultimately it is the work that we do on ourselves is continual. So if you leave the relationship, you still continue to work on the issues because they're not over there in the other person. It's over here. What is my 100% personal responsibility? What, what can I work on? What can I do? Rather than pointing the finger over there at that person. It's like what you see over there is really a disowned part of you. And I think perhaps you have an understanding of that. Uh, let's see. Do you have any tips for persevering through that unease and not knowing? That's a good question, too. Persevering through the unease and not knowing. Hmm. Yeah, I, I think, okay, here's what just came through me as I got still. And this is what hit me right in the heart. Not knowing implies some future time. What if we just keep narrowing it down and bringing it back to the present moment? Like, I feel like all of our challenges, or if I'm thinking about this, is the future. Like, what, what if this doesn't work out in the future? But what about right now? How are things right now? And I think if you get really present and clear on how everything is now and what you have now and navigate from that space towards the future, being present in the now and the here and the now and how, you know, assessing the relationship now, you can navigate towards the future then but it'll still be now rather than thinking of you can't control the outcome of anything of what things will be like in you know one minute one day one week one year there is no absolute knowing so navigating the future from the present I think is the way to go I hope that helps I hope that makes sense. Um, yeah, and, and the, the past can't be worked with, right? Like you can't change the past. You can look in the present moment. You can look at the past and see if there were some mistakes that were made and then do some course correction in the present moment. So in the next moment, you don't, you know, come up against those same 
obstacles and you know there's it's it's all uncertain right it's just having that awareness having that consciousness okay this is you know this happened how did it play out what tools can we use to navigate it when it comes up again because in my experience things tend to keep coming up a lot of the same stuff and that's our conditioning that's our habitual um patterns and habits so it's knowing your partner well enough and i think in stan tatkin's book wired for love he talks about this he talks about knowing your partner well enough that there's only three or four or maybe five things that show up in the relationship these traumas these wounds these behaviors for our partners and for us and if you can know these things you can know these behaviors you can know these patterns that when they come up you're better able to hold space for your partner because you know that this is a pattern and that it in and another thing that I've learned is in that book that it is our, in relationship, it is our personal responsibility to know these things and hold space and realize that it isn't personal. That what's coming at us is all of the wounds from all of the men or women, from all of the relationships that our partner has had prior to being with us. And not taking it personally. And that's challenging, I'm sure, when we're activated and in the back part of our brain. And I think it's a continual practice in knowing that that is where we're at. So, you know, one of the, one of the tools is to take a time out if you can't hold space and you're in reactivity. Uh, and getting, getting out of there, you know, in the best most resourced way that you can. So I hope that's helpful, Cammy. I uh, hope that makes sense. And if it doesn't, you know, hit me back up. We'll, we can talk about it further. Um, and if, if, okay, do you believe that this is the case? It's my understanding that one never escapes working through challenges in relationship because if you don't deal with it in the relationship, it's just going to come back and haunt you in the next. Sure. Absolutely. Do you believe this is the case? I absolutely do. And if so, then I'm wondering what you might suggest to someone to keep on the path of working on the relationship even when you're wanting to quit. Absolutely. Here is my suggestion. Is... Ultimately, the relationship is the one with the man or woman in the mirror. It is our shit. It isn't out there, over there. Try that on. Yes, that person has some shit that they're working on. And we have shit that we're working on. And they're the exact right person to trigger us into our wounds. And... Even if we're not in relationship with another human being, we can still continue to work on our stuff. And I think that's why our mentor says that relationship is not 50-50, 60-40, 70-30. It's 100 and 100. 
So we're constantly looking on our side to see what we can do to work through our shit. It isn't out there over there, right? The journey towards higher self-awareness opens inward. When we're blaming and pointing the finger out there, we're in our victim. But when we take personal responsibility and step into our warrior, it's when we face ourselves. And I feel like that's where all of the, you know, that's where all the gold is. So I don't think you necessarily have to be in relationship with another human being to face your stuff. You can continually read books. You can continually go to seminars. You can, you can continually be in community and work with other people with your, you know, through your stuff. Like I'm, I belong to a men's group and I, if I have energy around another human being, let's say it's my ex well, my first ex-wife's boyfriend. I can go to my men's group, I can state this fact, and I can have somebody stand in for me, for him, so I can work through that, get that out of my head, out of my body, and vocalize it in a safe container. You know, I can bring my rage, I can bring my, my, uh, my anger, my fear, I can bring all of me, all parts of me, and knowing that it's safe, and then I can express myself. I can bring my vulnerability and all the men in the group will hold space for me and allow me to work through that. So that's another possibility. You, you, you can look for a community of women. Uh, I belong to the Mankind Project and I know that they have women, uh, a women's group, and I find that to be so helpful. So that's another way for you to continue to work on Relationship is with a community of people. And uh, yeah, those are my tips and tools. And there are no, you know, real, I guess that is kind of a trick, right? That you don't have to be in the presence of a specific human being that you can have a stand in somebody play the role of that person so you can work through that trauma but ultimately it's our stuff so try that on and uh, hit me back if you have any further questions I really appreciate this question because it really had me look inside myself for the answers so thank you Cammy. I really am over here feeling a deep sense of appreciation and gratitude and connectedness with you and myself now um, it really uh, took a lot for me to put this out today and I appreciate you posing this question because it was really helpful so thank you for listening thank you for uh being a part of the Conscious Man podcast. If you're getting some benefit from this podcast, do us a favor. Go over to iTunes, write us a review, rate us, share it. And uh, remember, if you don't go within, you go without. That's pretty deep, right? The doorway to greater self-awareness opens inward. We have been conditioned 
and uh, told that happiness and fulfillment and relationship and all of the good shit is out there over there and the perspective is you already possess everything you desire work on yourself go inward stop seeking validation and recognition outward put your hand on your heart with me right now everybody got their hand on their heart and say I love you I am enough I appreciate you I am enough I recognize you I am enough I see you I am enough I hear you I am enough I love you I am enough Mm, that feels good all right take that with you for the rest of the day and when you're feeling like you need something Put your hand on your heart and repeat those words and you will fill yourself up with that. All right, I love you. Peace.